Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn more about the ultimate paradox that I know many of you will relate to, that you can't sleep because you know you need to get to sleep. And weirdly, the more you try and direct yourself to go to sleep, the more it seems to keep you awake. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. We've all been there when it's late at night and you're tired and your unconscious brain that helps you keep an overview of your life and whose job it is to apply logic and reason is very clear about the next steps. You have to go to sleep and you have to do it now. And you start to think about all the important things that you have to do the next day and you know with absolute certainty that sleep is the required course of action. And so you start to think repeatedly to yourself that you need to sleep and you have to get to sleep now. And your conscious brain, therefore, is doing its job very efficiently and reminding you repeatedly of what you need to do. But for some reason, the more this happens and the more this actually seems to cause your brain to withhold sleep. Have you noticed this? The more you know you need to sleep and you keep thinking this thought that you need to sleep and lie there telling yourself to sleep, the more you don't go to sleep and the more you just seem to keep lying there, keep thinking about how much you need to sleep. I can tell you, I have literally wasted hours of my life that I'll never get back doing this and it feels like some kind of horrendous torture. And then once you get into this loop and more time passes, you get more and more frustrated or upset or both And this leads to even more hours awake. So in this episode, I want to unpack this scenario a bit and talk through what scientists think is going on here, because when you understand the potential reasons for the situation, it's much easier to see solutions. So the phenomenon of thinking so hard or trying so hard to do something that you actually prevent yourself from doing it is actually a known thing in science as it turns out and it's called ironic process theory and the name really isn't important but in case you'd like to know that's what it's called and there have been several theories about how this loop works and why but I want to simplify them here for you and put them into lay terms so that it's really easy to understand. So basically it's thought that when your conscious mind decides that you should take a course of action and it kind of states this mentally it actually creates a goal to achieve. And by setting that intention, something else happens. Your subconscious brain creates a little mental note, a little sticky note, if you like, and metaphorically writes on that sticky note, notes down your new goal. And then periodically, your subconscious brain checks in on whether or not you've met your goal. So first, to explain this a bit more, I want to give you an example which doesn't relate to sleep. So let's take just a really simple example. Say I consciously decide I need to achieve the outcome of hydration. And to do this, I consciously set a goal. I make a conscious decision to drink more water. And this is what I want to do. So 
What ironic process theory says is that at the same time that my conscious brain is setting this goal, my brain also triggers a subconscious process for me. The subconscious parts of my brain also register that goal. And it sets up a little mechanism whereby the subconscious part of the brain scans the whole of the brain for data which would suggest that I'm failing to achieve my goal. And when it comes across any evidence that I'm failing to achieve my goal, so I, I don't know what kind of evidence this could be, but perhaps it processes some information from my eyes that's seen an empty glass next to me or something, it initiates a nudge to my conscious brain, which is then designed to kickstart me to refocus on and take the action that I've decided to do. So in other words, I would remind myself uh, to consciously then go and get a drink. Now let's take the same loop and apply it to sleep. The more you suffer from your sleep problem, the more you probably consciously decide to make a conscious effort to do more about it, to sleep more. And you put in place that conscious decision to do things which revolve around actively trying to sleep. So perhaps you um, go to bed every time you're tired, you do more deep breathing, you're making efforts to relax, etc. So these are all conscious things that you're doing. And at the same time, ironic process theory says your subconscious mind then also notes this goal and starts to monitor the goal. And it does this by looking out for any evidence that you're not meeting the goal, as in you're not asleep. And then it brings this back to the attention of the conscious mind to, as I said, enable the conscious mind to then do something about it. So what scientists think is that when you set the conscious goal of like, I really want to try and sleep, and as you try to fall asleep using your conscious mind to kind of make yourself go to sleep, your unconscious mind is monitoring that goal. And of course, then it's constantly reminding your conscious mind that you're not asleep. And now, unlike the water example, when your conscious mind can do something with that information, so it can go and actively tell your body to go and get another drink, for example, your conscious mind can't actually do anything constructive about not sleeping because your conscious mind is not the part of your brain responsible for controlling sleep. So pretty much all it can do is consciously think about the fact that you're not sleeping and that you need to go to sleep. This is just a completely unhelpful uh, loop. And so you can see, hopefully, when I break it down like this, that this feedback loop is created and you can end up going around it for hours. Now, as I said, what also happens at this point, particularly in people who are suffering with their sleep for a while, is that you begin to get frustrated and this layers on top and that can actually cause your brain to start inhibiting sleep further. So it's completely going in the opposite direction now. So this situation can quickly unravel and it leads to hours awake. And I've got another episode where I talk about frustration in the middle of the night. So you can go back and listen to that one if you'd find that useful. So... The question then becomes, how do we tackle ironic process theory? If the loop is being created inadvertently, how can we hope to change things? Well, scientists also discovered that most of the time we are creating these reminder loops and they're not ruling our lives and we don't really get stuck in them. And they think that we often create these loops and they're helpful. And we go day to day with these mechanisms in place and they don't keep us from achieving our goals. They help us to achieve our goals. And so there has been some theories uh, that's tried to explain why most of the time these feedback loops are really useful and we don't really notice them and they don't create us to get stuck in them. And sometimes they do. And one theory which I think is particularly relevant 
is the fact that with some things um, that we're trying to set conscious goals over, they're not in fact conscious processes. So we can't usefully set goals to improve or change a process that is in fact a subconsciously controlled process. And sleep is a subconsciously controlled process. The act of actually flicking that switch and sending us to sleep is a subconscious process. And this type of desire to control the subconscious process is more likely to get result in getting stuck in an ironic process loop, uh, scientists think. And that's essentially, so you're setting yourself up to fail because you're never going to be able to will yourself to go to sleep with your conscious mind because the act of going to sleep is ultimately controlled by a subconscious process. So I hope that explains why essentially you're setting yourself up to fail. And that's why I believe it's really important to reset your goals. If you have become obsessed with the goal of sleep so that you move away mentally from actively focusing on and trying to control the act of falling asleep. Now, I know this can be easier said than done. And it's something I really focus on when I coach clients. I know it's a massive shift for some people because I know that you might have been trying and trying harder and harder to get to sleep. Uh, And like I said, some of you could have become almost obsessed with it, trying to consciously do things to help you sleep more, trying new things, focusing on sleep. And the less you sleep, the more you increase your focus on it. And so your takeaway action this week, if you're stuck in this loop, is to just try and let go just a little bit if it's hard for you. Just take it in small increments. Just let go of the need to control, the need to try hard, the need to obsess about getting to sleep. I know because I've seen people achieve it and because I achieved it, that if you can truly accept this concept and release some of that frustration, that control and that effort that you're putting in, then you can start to turn the tide towards getting out of this ironic process loop and leave sleep in the control of your subconscious mind where it belongs. All right, thanks for listening. Take care and have a great week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.